0: Good morning and welcome to South Florida Sunday. I'm Tracy St. George along with Jeannie Miranda who is the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Palm Beach County. Thanks for joining us today Jeannie. Thank you Tracy. I'm so happy to be here. Fantastic. Now I know we've all heard of the Boys and Girls Club forever but some of us might not know exactly what you do at the Boys and Girls Club. So can you explain your mission to us?
1: Sure absolutely. So we serve kids six to 18. And we're really here to enable those children, especially those that need us. Most. So that's that's critical, right? And we want to make sure we're serving neighborhoods and communities that really need our support. But our goal is to make sure that they reach their full potential. And we want them to be productive, caring and responsible citizens. So we're always
0: striving for that. And you've grown to 20 clubs in Palm Beach County. Like you said, 13,000 kids. How are you able to maintain all this? First, I want to say it's been a slow (laughs) and steady growth.
1: It's not like overnight. We opened our first club in 1971. So it's taken quite a few years to get to where we are today. But I'm very happy to, to report that we opened three new clubs this year in 2023. So that was fabulous for our organization. But, you know, I think it has everything to do with our donors, right? It's not just finding the communities that need us, because there's always going to be a need for our organization to step in and help serve those families that really need a place for their kids to go in, you know, after school, especially in today's environment where you have inflation going up, Mm -hmm. cost of after school care. May be something that's now become optional for parents because their priority is to put food on the table, right? Yeah, and make sure they have you know roof over their heads. So, so the you know the donors really make it possible for us to open up these sites in these critical neighborhoods where um, you know our families are living in poverty here in Palm Beach County, which is really hard to believe. Uh, it really that, is. You know, we have that situation here, but there are some neighborhoods that really need us. And, you know, and then it's it's the investment in the fundraising aspect of what we do. You know, we do events, and we have gifts that we request from individual donors, and, you know, we write lots of grants. Lots of grants to private foundations, and then, of course, ultimately, the government support that we receive. It's a culmination of many different funding sources that make it all possible. But we really, you know, appreciate the community when they step up and really help us to make things happen.
0: Yes, and you said donors, the magic word. So if anybody is interested in donating, helping, volunteering, you can log on to BGC for Boys, Girls Club, pbc.org, BGC pbc.org, correct? Correct. And I'm sure you love all those donations. Yes. (laughs) And you mentioned the ages, 6 to 18. So is 6 the youngest and 18 is the oldest to be in the club? Yeah, yeah. So we're looking
1: at school age. We may end up with a 19-year-old if someone, you know, has been held back and they're still in in their senior year. And then at times we may end up with a 5-year-old if They were accepted into kindergarten a little earlier, as they do in public school. But traditionally, it's 6 to 18.
0: Okay. And you've got a new club, I hear, that is coming to Dreyer Park in West Palm. So why do you think that this area needed another one, and how were you able to fundraise for it? What kind of stuff do you guys do?
1: Oh, boy. Lots of work. Lots of work. (laughs) So... You know, like I mentioned before, we go where we're needed most. So in this case, we took a deep dive into the county and really looked at areas. We had a donor that wanted to build a club, and they came to us with gifts. And then it was us to determine, you know, what areas would really work for us and and our mission. And then they selected West Palm Beach as the city that they wanted to assist with especially that southern, east of 95 area because they um, they spend a lot of time in that area. So they're able to see, you know, what happens to the kids after school, and they see a lot of kids on the streets, and they just wanted to make sure they made an impact there. That is so, so cool. Yeah, so we had two clubs already in West Palm, one serving the Pinewood neighborhood up in the north end of West Palm, and then one that sits out west uh, off of Belvedere between Jog and Haverhill. And so this will be the third club in West Palm Beach, which we're really excited about. But if you think about, again, going where we're needed most, these schools that we'll be servicing in this new area are all Title I schools. 87% of the families are economically disadvantaged. We'll be serving Forest Hill High School, Coniston Middle School, Palmetto Elementary, and Belvedere Elementary. And I think, you know, I mean, I hate to report these kind of numbers, but, you know, we have a lot of English language learners that have moved into that area. And so it's really affecting the performance of the schools. So right now, on average, across those four schools that I named, we have only 43% of the students are proficient in reading. And only 37% are proficient in math.
0: My, my mouth That's, is open. My jaw is dropped. That's crazy. I know, right? Like, wow. It's,
1: it's scary to think. But, you know, we've got a lot of work ahead of us. I, we look at our partnership with the school district as being a very strong partnership. You know, when the kids get let out from school, we welcome them to come into the club. We transport them safely to the club mm-hmm. environment. And then the goal is to make sure that we have teachers available to the students to help them close that educational gap, but then also give them wonderful other experiences that they may not be able to get if not for the club. So, you know, whether it's, Teaching them a musical instrument, or you know, getting them into dance class, or having them play league sports, maybe participating in our STEM programs, you know, our, our workforce readiness program. So we have a lot of different options for the children and for the team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and so we're, you know, we want to make sure that we're there for them. So we're excited about this new club. It'll be our flagship club. It'll be the biggest club that we've built to date. And we're just. We just can't wait for the day that we can break ground, which is going to be a little ways away. I think by the end of next year, we'll finally be able to break ground, and then we'll be able to build a building over 2025 and open up hopefully before the end of the year in 2025.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. You'll be able to do a lot more fundraising throughout the year to make it a humongous club. Now, do your clubs ever fill up? How many kids can be in the club?
1: So it all depends uh, on the size of the club. So we have to work with the health department, and they have parameters of how many kids can be in each space. So in this case, we're going to assume that we can have about 350 to 400 kids in the club at one time.
0: Nice. And you also launched a club-wide anti-bullying campaign, I'm seeing. Why do you think that's so important for the kids, and why did you extend that?
1: Yeah, so, um, and I'm not sure if you know this, Tracy, but the CDC reports that one in five kids report being bullied at school. Oh, that's One in six report being bullied electronically. Jeez Louise. Yeah, it's become such a major issue that the government is now calling it a public health issue. And I think we've all seen the headlines, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, these young people that have taken their lives. Mm-hmm. And then we find out, it's been reported, that they were being bullied. And I can't imagine what was going through their minds and them feeling so hopeless that yeah. the only choice they felt that they had was to you know, to take their life. I mean, it's, it's insane to think mm-hmm. that you get to that point. But that hopelessness is what we're trying to eradicate. We want to give the power back to any child who has or is being bullied through our Stomp Out the Bullying campaign. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that in several different ways. One is to make sure that we educate uh, the members and families on what's the difference between, you know, conflict and bullying, right? Because there's major differences in that. There's an imbalance of power when you think about bullying. Bully wants to to harm Um, where somebody who's maybe having a conflict, their intent isn't to harm. It's just a conflict that Mm -hmm. happens, right? If the behavior gets worse over time, we know we're dealing with a bully. If, As a victim, if you're upset versus feeling fear or terror, I mean, there's a significant difference between those two. So that is also something that we we teach the kids. So it's about really identifying so they're not mislabeling what's happening because in today's world, even conflict resolution can sometimes feel like bullying, but it's not. It's just regular conflict resolution. We just need to teach the kids that. That is a really um, but, great
0: program. I love that campaign.
1: Yeah. And we want to make sure that we're educating the parents, of course, and giving them tips on what to look out for on their end. You know, we want to make sure that they understand that they can take control of their child's social and internet usage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that, I think sometimes we as parents think that it's private and we don't want to, you know, get involved. But you should get involved. You should know what's going on in your child's life and you should have access to what's going on on the social side and, you know, that Internet side.
0: 100%. And then,
1: and then make sure that they're always looking for any changes in behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, because that's a true sign that their child is being affected and it may be, you know, a bullying
0: situation. We're talking to Jeannie Miranda today. She's the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Palm Beach County. Any info you want, log on to bgcpbc.org. Now, earlier you talked about STEM, and it's a really crucial element of learning. So tell us more about how your partnership with Carrier and your recent drone program... Yes.
1: Yes, yes, we love Carrier, and, you know, we rely on, as I mentioned before, donors from mm-hmm. all different sectors, and the corporate donors really step up, and we, we so appreciate Carrier, who's been involved with us for, for many years now, and, and in a big way, and they sponsor our STEM program that we do with our kids throughout the county. And we do three to four major initiatives each year using the dollars that they give us. And one of them is this drone competition, drone program that we do, which really gets kids this experience to not only learn coding, but then have the fun of flying drones, which (laughs) you know, I just, for the first time last year, I had the opportunity to go to the drone competition and they gave me control of the the drone and it was so much fun, so (laughs) You know, talk about an opportunity to to learn and mm-hmm. and have a fun experience uh, in in that you know that after school environment. And mm-hmm. So we appreciate Carrier. Uh, we I, I want to report that we just had the competition and it was a team of five girls from Delray that won. So we are so proud of our STEM <laughs> programs, especially when they impact those genders that are traditionally big on the STEM world. You know, they always say that we need more women in STEM, and so hopefully we're impacting that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you've had some real success stories with us, some recent internships this summer at Solid Waste Authority, Supervisor of Elections, and Norwest Equity Partners. How important is your internship program?
1: I think it's critical. I mean, if you think about keeping kids interested in coming to an after-school, program. It's got to be impactful. Mm-hmm. And for our kids, especially as they get older and they become teens, one of the things that they're most interested in is the career rate. What, what are they going to do next? How are they going to make the money that they need in order to have a good life? Mm-hmm. And so just like, you know, you may have had when you were going through school, and I know I did, internships can be such a valuable learning uh, experience. I know in my case, it actually changed my major while I was in college.
0: No uh, kidding. Having an
1: internship with Miller Brewing Company I was pre-med had an internship with Miller Beer as a campus rep on the college campus and I discovered marketing and branding and I ended up changing my major because I just loved my internship and I think that it's it'll be the same for the kids and we want to make sure that they have an opportunity to not only do things that they think they want to do but um the opportunity to maybe experience some other internships in other areas that, you know, they may have heard about. And they say, oh, I'd be willing to try that. And, you know, they go through a lot of training with us. And typically we try to give them their first job at the club so that the kids really learn responsibility, showing up on time, getting all those soft skills in place. So by the time they get ready to intern with a corporation, they're prepared know what to expect exactly what's expected of them <laughs> and so so the solid waste authority supervisor of elections and northwest equity partners they when you think about the differences in those three i can tell you uh, the supervisor of elections office the young lady that took the internship there actually wants to go into politics and she wants to be mayor of Belgrade.
0: oh my goodness um, yes. wow Yes, so that's she, a great aspiration.
1: Isn't that Is't that wonderful? Yeah, and she so she's doing everything possible now to just really get herself immersed into you know, politics and all the different opportunities that might be out there. I mean, we're trying to get her a internship with one of our local legislators so that she has the opportunity, because she's going up to school in Tallahassee, to actually intern for them
0: there. Right there in the capital. The yeah, and have
1: connections while she's here, you know, back here in the summer, you know, to have, still continue that connection with the legislators. So, I mean, we're just really trying to give these kids a leg up, an opportunity for some of us we were lucky in that we had you know some mentors that could really make things happen for us from the standpoint of introductions you know we want to be able to do that for these kids we want to be able to open doors for them that their families
0: may not be able to open. Yeah, you open a lot of doors, apparently. Talking to Mm -hmm. Jeannie Miranda, who's the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Palm Beach County. One more question before I do let you go on this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, What should people know about the Boys and Girls Clubs of Palm Beach County for 2024? Anything exciting planned for next year? Well, I mean, I
1: think that it's, more more of the same, looking for big opportunities. We we would love to be able to, in addition to this new club in West Palm Beach, get a stronghold in place for Del Delray. We want to expand the club there to, to have more room for the teams, really build that population out in Delray because it's a big need. And then hopefully build a new club in Boca if we can find a big donor to step up and give us our lead gift there.
0: I think, the, I think uh, so that donor is listening right now. I think they, they have, are. Yes, if
1: you are out there listening, call me. No, <laughs> but no. But I mean, our our goal is to continue to grow our program, continue to serve more kids, definitely raise more money to give even more opportunities to this to the kids while they're in our four walls. You know, we want to make sure that when they're excited to come and they want to stay with us from kindergarten all the way till they graduate, and so that's our goal. Our goal is to just be there for the families, make sure that. They can keep working while their kids are in a safe place after school, but being productive, you know, building a brighter future
0: for themselves. And learning to be an asset to our beautiful Palm Beach County. Exactly. Yes. BGCPBC.org is the website for the Boys and Girls Club of Palm Beach County. If you would like to sign your child up to be in a club if you would like to find out about volunteering perhaps if you want to find out how to donate because Jeannie loves those donors yes we do (laughs) Jeannie thank you so much for talking to us today and once again it's bgcpbc.org thank you Tracy
1: for having me